traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Welcome to The Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Your humble host, Barry Shore, here in Venice Beach, California, overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean, and you have turned in purposely to the joy of living And we are here broadcasting for one reason only. The only reason we exist, the only reason we bring you dynamic, wonderful, amazing people is because you care most about you. Y-O-U. E-W-E. You. You want to be the best possible you that there is because when you are the best possible you then the world is more harmonious the world is creating the kind of place where you want to live so that's why the joy of living exists and you have joined 256,917 people around the world brought to you by this magical almost mysterious and mythical platform called internet Radio, brought to you by VoiceAmerica.com. Your humble host, Barry Shore, here. And if you ever miss a moment of the show, you don't want to do that, or you want to listen again, and you really want to do that, and you want to share this, which you certainly want to do, with at least five people, family, friends, and especially with people who are not your friends, or you think don't like you, or not yet your friends, Share, because when you do that, you're building a bridge. You build a bridge, you create harmony. And the more harmony in the world, the better it is for everybody. You want to do that? Go to barryshore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com, barryshore.com. And you can access this remarkable program, which is going to feature one of the most dynamic, delightful brilliant people that I've had the pleasure of knowing for a number of years. And she's going to bring to us discussion about love, sex, family, and growth, because that's what you care about, all of those things, especially when you mention the word sex. Apparently, when you do that, you see the letters S-E-X, all of a sudden from 25 or 50 or 100,000 downloads, it goes up exponentially. So I thought I would throw it in uh, only because it makes a difference to some people. But uh, we're here at the joy of living. And the reason that you're here 
is to understand what we do. We work with something called reframing. Reframing is the art of living, of finding the positive, the powerful, the purposeful, and the pleasant in ordinary words and terms. And we unlock those secrets And when you do that, you are literally causing neuro-linguistic programming of your mind, this amazing capacity that we have as human beings. We all have somewhere around 100 billion brain cells connected by a trillion synapses and thoughts moving at the speed of light. And that's not just to decide what ice cream you're going to have. Those Brain cells are there to enable you to be the best possible you. When you do that and you lay down tracks that are positive, purposeful, and and pleasant, then you're creating a new world. And you're using acronyms, terms that you already know and think you understand, but we're going to make them even more realistic. So here's a simple example, WWW. Ask somebody what it means. They'll tell you, well, that has to do with the Internet. And factually, that is correct. But in our world, WWW stands for drumroll, fanfare, da-da-da-da, what a wonderful world, with a tip of the hat to Satchmo, of course, Louis Armstrong, for enabling that song to go worldwide and touch tens and hundreds of millions of people. What a wonderful world. What, a, of course, is a word, W-H-A-T-A. In our world, that's what we do. We find the positive, the powerful, the purposeful, and the pleasant. What a wonderful world. When you hear something that really resonates with you, usually people say, wow. And wow is a great acronym. It stands for words of wisdom or words of wonder. Because it's hard to express something when you're hearing it and it really gets inside of you. Now, speaking inside and outside, one of the most beautiful things that you can do for any human being and one of the greatest things that another human being can do for you is to smile. Yes, S-M-I-L-E, smile. And if you learn only one other thing on this show today, incorporate this into your life. SMILE is an acronym that stands for Seeing Miracles in Life Every Day. Every day seeing miracles in life. Now, it happens to be that we have a base of about 220, 230,000 people that join us every week and an additional 25, 30,000 that come on new every week because people invite them. So welcome to 257,000 now, 983, we just added a few more, to the show. So those of you who've been around before understand and know that the ability to see miracles in life every day enables you to live differently. Now, some people who are new might say, wait a minute, I haven't seen any miracles yet today. Well, here's one. You're here. (laughs) You're alive. Didn't happen for everybody on the planet. Some people didn't get up this morning. You're alive. You're listening to that. Not everybody can hear. Those are miracles when it makes your fingers tingle and your toes twitch and you begin to understand how miraculous life itself is and you find the positive, the powerful, the purposeful, and the pleasant, then you're reprogramming yourself to become the best you possible. When that happens, you're creating a new world and create is an acronym that you'll be able to find all of this, of course, at barryshore.com. CREATE stands for causing, 
rethinking, enabling all to excel. That's what you do when you create. And when you create your world and it's better, then it helps everybody in the world. Now, I have to warn you in advance and throughout the show, your humble host does use four-letter F-U words. Okay, I just want to tell you in advance. And one of the reasons I do that is because it's fun. Up oh, there it is right away. Fun. F-U, capital N, capital N. Fun. Now, I know there are some new people who say, wait a minute, Mr. Shaw, that's not how you spell fun. It's only three letters. Not the way I spell it. F-U, capital N, capital N. This is my world. We're creating a new world of joy, happiness, peace, and love. So when you say to your friends or your family later today, (laughs) F-U, remember to quickly add with a sparkle in your eyes, capital N, capital N, and put a big smile on your face and share, seeing miracles in life every day. And one of the best ways to do that One of the best ways that I know and has worked for me and thousands of other people that I've worked with over the years is to enable yourself to learn to say the word thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank is an acronym that stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. It's true. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind, always. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. Because when you do that, you're making a better world. The Dalai Lama was quoted as, uh, or wrote down as uh, this great phrase, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. (laughs) So, learn to say thank you. I urge you as a conscious, conscientious being to learn how to say, train yourself to say thank you seven times per day. That's it. At least seven times a day. You get coffee in the morning and you paid for it, say thank you. Somebody held the door open for you, say thank you. Somebody didn't hold the door open for you, thank you. Somebody cut you off in traffic. Thank you, because when you say thank you and you're feeling it, now it might take a little training, but when you begin to feel it, you're harmonizing and networking kindness. And talking about kindness, there are a few things that are more kind that I know of in this world, and especially in this beloved country called the United States of America, and we do have a worldwide audience, and almost half of our audience is outside the United States, but we'll recognize that the institution in the United States of America that is, I think has been most uh, responsible for building the greatness of this country is that called marriage, M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E, marriage. And I'm going to introduce now, just briefly before the break, uh, one of the leading experts not only writing about, but practicing and advising people about marriage. And of course, marriage involves love, sex, Honor, thanking, creating. This remarkable woman, I call her three Ds, dynamic, dependable, Diane. (laughs) Her name is Dr. Diane Medved, M-E-D-V-E-D. She has three Ds in her name, the first D for Diane, a D in Medved and a D in Medved. 
She is a PhD in clinical psychologist. She's an author of six nonfiction books, a blogger, a speaker, and one of the leading experts in the country of marriage and from a different perspective in the sense of training people and teaching people about avoiding the pitfall of divorce. Because divorce, as she has been wont to say, the what seems to be the cure is worse than the malady. So just before we go to Blake, break, B-R-E-A-K, before we go break, I would like to introduce with a little bit of fanfare and a drum roll, wonderful, dynamic, delightful Diane to say hello to 257,000 people throughout the world and just give a brief introduction about what we're going to be talking about in the next segment. And without further ado, drum roll, fanfare, wonderful Diane, are you there? Can you say hello, please? I am here, and thank you for first thank you that I want to say is to you, Barry Shore, for providing not only this platform but for providing for your two hundred and fifty seven thousand listeners uh, so many different ways to consu- consider the world as they encounter it. You know when you give people acronyms, they're always thinking they not only are looking at the word itself but they're looking beyond it to what you say it stands for. And that is very helpful for directing people's thoughts toward the positive. So I want to give you kudos and thank you for giving that to 257,000 people and providing a place where others can come onto your air and talk about such an important topic. So that's the first thing. The second thing, talking about what we're going to cover, would be uh, I wrote a book called Don't Divorce, Powerful Arguments for Saving and Revitalizing Your Marriage. I'd like to talk about that. And I think we're going to be talking about community and some of the media pressures on individuals and kids that we can resist in order to make the world a more pleasant place. Wow, what an intro. That See, she's triple D. She's dynamic, (laughs) delightful, and Diane. Thank you ever so much. And um, people around the world are on the edge of the seats. I'm going to give a little teaser as we go to break. Diane is married to a porn star. But we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. See you in just a bit. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you living in joy daily? Would you like to? Well, now you can. It's fast, it's easy, and it's F-U-N-N, fun. How do you do it? Go to BarryShore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com, and get 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free, F-R-E-E, free, or your money back. It's free, or your money back, guaranteed. Go to BarryShore.com. You'll be glad you did. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The daily smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. 
Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have found good, good or goodest in the physical being of Diane Medved, that dynamic, delightful Diane Medved, who's married to a porn star, but we'll talk about that a little bit later because right now we want to talk about her latest book, which is so important to the health of the United States of America, and it's called Don't Divorce, Powerful Arguments for Saving and Revitalizing Your Marriage. Wonderful Dee, please yes. talk to us about mm-hmm. it. Yes. Uh, you want me to give you a summary? Please. Well, basically, our culture, unfortunately, has devolved when it comes to tolerance. We used to believe that our standards should be the highest for ourselves, followed by standards for other people. Nowadays, however, we have few standards for ourselves and no standards for other people, and we, uh, we honor whatever they want to do. I think that's a mistake, because when people take a vow to love and cherish and be with someone for the rest of their life, unfortunately, sometimes they think that it doesn't really mean forever. So my book has come to counter our culture, to counter the environment that our marriages find themselves in, and let people know that there still is honor to be had, there still is benefit to children, to individuals, to our culture, to our communities, by working to stay together and not succumbing to these pressures that our culture is putting on us. So I talk about not only what the cultures are and how to resist them, but I take individuals' excuses that they often come up with for why they have to leave their partners, and I tear them apart and give people tools to overcome them so that they can then look freshly at their relationships and see the benefits and the good because we know they're good-looking. <laughs> is a smart woman. Would you be kind enough to... Give us one or two of the, in quotation marks, most common excuses and how you tear them apart. And at the same time, after that, one or two tools that might you be useful in uh, repairing them. Well, I could do that, and I will. First of all, I'd say oh, the most common excuse for people is, frankly, they get attracted to someone else. And they feel like their partner doesn't bring them the excitement and they feel like they deserve a better, more exciting, more fulfilling life with whomever it is, or even just the potential of having somebody else. 
they're tired of what they've got, and they don't see who they have with appreciation. So people get into affairs quite frequently, and it's too bad because our culture just says, you know, go with the way you're feeling and don't necessarily hold by commitments that you made. So what I do is talk about the harm that that does, not just to the marriage, not just to the children, but to the individual. I don't think we talk enough about what it does to yourself to absolve yourself of any need to fulfill your own commitments, to completely let go of standards that you might have had for yourself. We like to think that we're honorable people, but when we behave in a way that isn't honorable, we kind of give ourselves too much slack. So one of the things I'm inspiring people to do is to look at the commitments they've made and say, this is really not the person I want to be. The person I want to be is loving to my family caring for my children, and upholding of my commitments, and above all, honest. And when people get distracted away from their marriages, they are not honest. And that's the number one thing that studies show people like to think of themselves as. So what you're doing is letting down yourself when you respond to to an invitation. And again, our culture is making it way too easy. And one of the things we need to do is associate with people for whom those attractions are considered bad. Don't just accept it. Don't just go along with it. Now, if your partner has actually succumbed and is coming to you saying, I'm attracted to someone else, what you need to do is make your home a fortress of love and acceptance for the children who are there, for the people you care about. It's one of the most difficult things. But if a partner can find it in himself to return, then you, as the offended partner, needs to be willing to forgive and needs to be willing. Now, that doesn't mean the other person gets off scot-free. They have to prove their loyalty and trust. Um, but at the same time, you need two people to open up your hearts and be willing to build from beginning a new relationship that is going to be based on standards that you want to be the standards you want to uphold in yourself. So I'd say that's probably the most difficult problem and maybe the most frequent problem that we find today. Let let me interrupt just for a moment, uh, not to interrupt the flow, but just to uh, do a recap for the audience because uh, this is a tremendous amount of positive and powerful information that you're sharing. And it happens to be interesting to me. I wrote down a number of different pieces that you said. One of them is that this is countering our culture as opposed to what people call the counter culture. We want to Mm -hmm. counter our culture, which has devolved. You made a very good point of that. I would like to also mention, though, that here in this world where self-esteem is considered one of the highest levels, right? I have self-esteem. I want to build up my self-esteem. The actions of someone doing something contrary to their vow is doing just the opposite of self-esteem, as you pointed out. It's denigrating self and saying, no, I'm not an honorable person. Nobody wants to walk around saying, oh, excuse me, no, honor doesn't matter to me. People think of themselves as honorable. They are doing the exact opposite of self-esteem when they behave in a incorrect manner because, yes, they made a promise, a vow, And the ability to go against a promise for someone that you did at one time care deeply about, even if today it's different, then that 
reflects on you more than anything else. And we don't want to do that. That's what's happening in our culture. So that excuse needs to be going away. And Diana is sharing with us, that's a common one. Excitement? You want excitement? Go out and set off a firecracker or do it in a legal way, of course. But, uh, but that's what excitement is. You want to have something that's beautiful and harmonious and loving and caring because those are the words that you use on yourself. So here you have the situation and you built that fortress of love. Is that the tool that will be the most powerful in counteracting the situation? Well, I think, Barry, you made another important point, which is the idea of self-esteem. The reason why people succumb to all these different temptations and the cultural pushes is because they have low self-esteem. They're not feeling good about themselves, and they're not maybe achieving to the level they want to, or they're not feeling they look as good as they should. And when they have somebody to respond to them, that boosts their self-esteem. Unfortunately, the message is, though, the biggest challenge should be to improve your own self so that you feel good about who you are, so that you feel that you're proceeding in a direction that you feel is, is honorable and caring for those around you. If you can make yourself the person you want to be, that will then restore your marriage because you'll be the kind of person your partner wants. Ooh, it's nice to be wanted. Now, interesting enough, you mentioned self, which I said in self-esteem. Self is one of our more interesting acronyms, and it stands for a soul-expressing life fully. That's who you are. That's yourself. You're a great, loving soul that wants to live the full. And doing that means keeping your promise because that's the greatest way of self-esteem and building it up. Let's mention another, uh, if you would, in the, in the book. Again, don't divorce. Powerful arguments for saving and revitalizing marriage. Before we go to the break in just a couple of minutes, talk to us about a little more about revitalizing. Let's say there's a, a wayward eye, but that's all it is at the moment, or a heart, but no action. What can both people do, not just the, the, the adults, but even with the kids, to revitalize the marriage? Well, I have a section at the end of my book on how to try to revive a marriage that seems to be heading in the wrong direction. Uh, one of them is to behave as if you're happily married. Wonderful. That is really, really important. In other words, making your mind a picture of the marriage that you really want, because everybody wants to be happily married. Now, what, what does a husband do, or what does a wife do? Write that down. What are the things that you do? Then behave that way just because even if your partner is not the person you want him to be, let's say he has an anger issue or he's mean to you or it seems like he's got a roving eye, you become the marital partner that you know would be ideal and that will be a magnet back to the marriage and a magnet to make the marriage cohesive. So that's one thing. Another point was actually made by originally by a friend of ours mutually. Do you remember Liz Danziger? Of course. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> she wrote a book called Winning by Letting Go. And yes. that phrase in and of itself is liberating. In other words, you may hold grudges about all kinds of things in a marriage. Um, how somebody embarrassed you, how they hurt your feelings, how, um, how they don't parent correctly. You may be angry with the other person. 
But if you want, in the end, to have a happy relationship and to continue throughout life building something that you've already started, then you can accomplish that by letting go of all these things that make you angry. Winning by letting go is the second way that I tell people that they can revitalize their relationships. But you have to start with yourself. You have to let go. And you can talk about how that's a process, that you're trying to do this, you're doing this for a purpose, and you can talk about the fact that you're saying it at any given time, I'm now going to win by letting go. That then becomes a code word that you can pick up anytime that you're feeling frustration or you want to give up. I'm going to let go. I'm going to win by letting go. That'll help you through all the hard times. This is fabulous. I'm sorry we have to let you go for the moment, but don't go away, everybody, because Diane is coming back right after this short break because this is so valuable to you. Why owe you becoming the best you possible? And if you ever miss a moment, you don't want to do it. You want to go listen again, barryshore.com. We'll see you back here in just a couple moments. Don't go away. The porn star issue will be raised next. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a wonderful feeling. Everything's going your way. Do you get up in the morning singing and feeling like that? Well, if you don't, then you need to go to barryshore.com. And find the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. They're free. F-R-E-E. Or your money back. Go to BarryShore.com and find the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. You'll be glad you did. I do. And it's free or your money cheerfully refunded. Bye. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to the joy of living with barry shore to participate in today's program we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to barry at barryshore.com now back to the joy of living Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have found good in abundance. Dynamic, delightful, Diane Medved. And we're talking about DD, don't divorce, and revitalizing your marriage. And she's enabled us to see that it's a process, not an event. Use the imagery of what 
you want in marriage and work on it. The process in itself is beautiful and it will enable you to regain some of the enthusiasm and, yeah, some of the excitement that you have. Now, it happens to be that Diane is married to a porn star, so for her it's very easy. Now, I'm getting what's a porn star since we do acronyms. Porn star stands for the power of related narrative, storytelling, arousing response. That's a porn star. Diane is married to an amazingly interesting fellow named Michael Medved, who actually you can find on BarryShore.com. We had a great interview with him just before July 4th because he is a master storyteller of the story of the greatness of America. And again, in my humble opinion, the basis of this great country is the family. And the, the, you can tell the tenor of a nation and its power by how the family is doing. Now, I want to ask Diane, if she would, let's move to another aspect of don't divorce. And how does community or having relationships in a community help avoid people going into divorce? Well, you know, one of the things, as you and I know very well from our many, many years in Jewish communities, uh, the idea of getting married, even if you're not Jewish, usually is something that is shared with a lot of people. Now, why does it give everybody joy? Because it's a, an event that impacts each of them. It isn't just something that happens between two people who are standing under a chuppah or who are at an altar. It's actually something that affects each individual who watches that because that person is seeing love being expressed and focused on the future. That changes the way that you see your own relationship as well. So just that fact that you got married in a community or at a wedding with other people present was a statement not just yourselves to each other, but to everybody who was present. That is the power of community just from the beginning. Now, if you stay in a group of people, family relationships, a church, a synagogue, a group of people together, they then provide you with ongoing cheering that lets you get past a lot of the problems. You'd be pretty embarrassed if all those people who are so excited to see you get married hear that you're getting a divorce. That is not a pleasant thing. Our culture lets us forget it and not think much about it. But if you stay in a community, then that is ongoing pressure in the right direction. The standards are there. You know what's expected. You know what the ideal is. And there are people there who are living it and showing you examples of it and also are there for you when you're not experiencing it. So community gives you many, many kinds of benefits. And if you can surround yourself with people who you admire, who you look up to, then that will give you inspiration. If you choose a community that is not the kind of people you want to be with, then that's going to pull you down. So think about who your friends are. Think about where you can find that collection of people who you really do admire and go toward that, and in itself, that will help your marriage. I I need to put in a personal note also here. It's really vital for everybody listening. Again, we have hundreds of thousands of people, and this is going to be shared with many, many uh, multiple numbers of that. Diane and Michael Medved have been married 34 plus years now. And it's not just the length of time. 
what they've done together in building communities, being people that other people admire, myself and my wife included, happens to be that my wonderful wife and I are married for 42 years plus, but Mm -hmm. raising families, she's speaking not just theoretically, she's speaking viscerally, she's speaking from the very essence of her being. This is things that she not only studies as a PhD, but she learns she has a PhD in life. She used a couple of words I wrote down I want to emphasize, love. Love is an acronym that we use, everybody knows on this show, living on vibrant energy. When your energy is vibrating and you have that as part of your very being, then you can learn to express it for the people you care about most and in your community. And as she mentioned, a great and important word, which I think I like to use as a segue, actually, she used the word pressure. Oftentimes, when people hear the word pressure, they hear it pressure in the negative sense. Diane was pointing out there's a positive aspect to pressure because that's one of the ways with with strain also that we build muscle. And you want to build up a muscle in the process of growth and growing and going through whatever can happen in a marriage. And by definition, things will happen. As we use in our world, we call it shift happens. Most people don't pronounce the F. It's shift happens. And when you know that that's going to be, then those pressures oftentimes can be good. Diane, Please help us talk about pressures in the world today for, let's say, raising kids. <laughs> kids, I mean kids, not just three and four. Those are fairly easy, even though there's a lot of work to be done. But let's talk about teenagers. Well, I think all of it is kind of part and parcel of dealing with pressures. Um, even as a parent of little kids, you're told of how you should teach them and how, how you should raise them. Have you heard the term free-range kids? That means just let them go out and do whatever they want. Um, I, I maintain that it's probably better to not do that but to be the parent and, and raise your kids very didactically with the values you want them to carry, not only just talking about it but, A, living it. If you live the person that you want, the wife that you want your daughter to be, or if you live being the husband that you want your son to be, then he'll expect that to be his behavior, and he'll expect his partner to live up to what he sees. But if you don't, if you just uh, let him go and say, well, he'll decide, then there's no role model, there's no standard. So pressure as a parent of young kids is a, a good thing. Pressure on the kid to learn what is correct and what isn't. Now, we'll we'll get to this teenage issue. That is a big problem because once kids get older, they want to assert their independence. However, if they have a strong basis by the time they become teenagers, they will feel that they've um, chosen to take on the values that they see working for the people around them. That's why divorce is so bad in our culture, because when people see their friends' parents divorce and so many people divorced and talking about divorce and political leaders being divorced and shrugging it off, then they learn a different standard that marriage is not forever. But if you tell your child and you exemplify to your child the essence of your being is in your marriage, then that child learns it. Children learn what they live. 
And so for teenagers, if you live the life that you want that child to live, he'll see that. Now, of course, they're going to rebel. They're going to be conscious of what's happening, especially given the Internet. But that's where, again, if you're in the kind of community where the families there provide a standard, where the families provide a positive experience for the people involved, then that child's going to enjoy that and want that and feel good about that and want to continue that. That doesn't mean every child is going to eschew rebelling. No, rebellion happens, and these things happen. And you have to be the bedrock of standards and unconditional love. It's a big problem, but you also have to make sure that you're very clear on what the rules are and what the consequences are going to be. So this I, is I, really, I let me just interrupt here because you made this very, very important point. Rules, consequences. This is not the kind of thing you're going to hear on every kind of place that you're going to tune into the radio in today's world. You are hearing remarkably powerful, positive, purposeful words that I hope are penetrating because Diane is telling us things, modeling Hello, we're talking about modeling as a parent, as an adult, to model for children. Example is not the best way of teaching. It's the only way that's going to make a difference. You want values to be inculcated and to have the people that you're raising, the next generation, to have an opportunity, a chance to follow in your footsteps, no matter how much they want to veer away modeling, listen what she's saying, to live the life of values. That is so wonderful. Thank you. I didn't mean to cut you off. just wanted to recap. No, well, I appreciate your recapping because you can't say these things too often enough. In our culture, we're told the opposite. So the more times that you can say I'm on your show, Barry, the more our culture can be rebuffed and we can protect ourselves from some of the toxicness that is out there. So I appreciate your repeating. Do it over and over. Okay, okay, so let's talk about toxic only for to put in the antidote to toxic because we're going to go to a very brief commercial break in just a couple of minutes, but I want to set the stage when we come back and let's speak about the social pressures on kids today, mostly because of social media. It, social media is one of the greatest things that ever happened and therefore, well, by yeah. definition, one of the greatest opportunities for falling into a chasm. And we don't want people to fall into that chasm. We have Diane Medved. She's a PhD, but she's a mother. No, let's go back. She's a wife. She's a mother. She has given birth to people who have given new generations. So even though she made a shoe, the word grandmother, she is one. And Bob will say also break them into two words. She's a grandmother because her children respect her and people do. And that's the genius of what we're listening to today. Diane, her name stands for doing insightful and necessary exercises to make sure that you don't divorce. So stay with us because we're going to come back and we're talking about teenagers, social media, and what we can do about it to bring back great culture, this amazing, what is it? The greatest country on God's green earth. See you in just a bit. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you living in joy daily? 
Would you like to? Well, now you can. It's fast, it's easy, and it's F-U-N-N, fun. How do you do it? Go to BarryShore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com, and get 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free, F-R-E-E, free, or your money back. It's free, or your money back, guaranteed. Go to BarryShore.com. You'll be glad you did. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile Mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at BarryShore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance. Dr. Diane Medved, author of many, many books. We're talking this particular one, her latest, Don't Divorce, DD, Powerful Arguments for Saving and Revitalizing Your Marriage, Your Marriage. It's all about making you, enabling you to be the best you possible. That's why you tune in to the joy of living. Diane has been talking to us about the ability to make sure that we do have great self-esteem so we don't have our eyes or hearts wander. Make sure that we're modeling for our children so they'll be able to follow in a path maybe broader than ours so they can go off a little bit either side, but know the values in life and create a stable, wonderful, loving, beautiful, giving environment. Now we're going to walk a little bit into an area that seems to be toxic because we're talking about especially kids, teenagers, and social media. Wonderful, Diane. Please give us some insights from your perspective. Okay, I'd be happy to. You know, kids are spending so long on games. They spend hours and hours on Fortnite and a whole bunch of other websites and games. And the parents kind of like that because, in a sense, at least they know where they are. They're in the basement or in their rooms, uh, logged on to the Internet. But at the same time, parents, I think, need to be worried because what these kids become is dependent on this external, non-interpersonal entertainment for spending most of their time. And what that is is denying life rather than living it. 
So I think parents need to really be concerned about that. So the question is, how do you counteract it? How do you prevent it? How do you inspire your kids not to do that? Well, we've talked about modeling good behavior, and I have to emphasize that this is not that easy for many parents. For example, if they are picking up their kids at school, lots of times they'll be looking at their phones, checking their Facebook or Instagram while their kids are coming out of school rather than giving their full attention to their children. And this is something that we need to do is set aside particular times of interaction when we will not let these devices interfere. For example, when you wake up in the morning, you greet everyone in the family without a device. When you come home from work or you come home from wherever, you greet everyone face-to-face in the family and you tell them you love them. You don't take them for granted. You intentionally say something positive about the relationship that you're coming home to. If you're having dinner, that should be an inviolate time when your family can talk to each other. That will make up for a lot of time that you've spent apart if you can have an hour without the interference of the Internet. And again, parents are often as guilty as their kids in that if they hear the ding on their phone of a, uh, of a text coming in, they'll interrupt what they're doing with their ch- kids, thereby teaching the lesson that my phone or my text is more important than you. So we need to set our own rules for ourselves and be parents that show the kid that you can't be mastered by the media. And that is the first thing. The second thing is to have a, a family time. Usually, well, at least being Jewish, I can tell you, we have Shabbat. We have one day a week where we turn off the devices. And when I started doing that, um, it was difficult because I want to spend all of my time doing, getting my work done, communicating. It doesn't seem I can barely get my work done in seven days, much less six. So it's a discipline. And you need to see the discipline as something positive. And you need to see it as a time when you're... It's not giving up something. It's making space for something better. For example, if your family has a Sunday off, plan a field trip together. Go for a hike. Go to the zoo. Go walking around the neighborhood together and don't bring your phones. Pick one day a week. Now, again, for me, it's the Sabbath. I'm not going to use my phone on the Sabbath, and that's something that I feel religiously bound to. But anyone can do this. Anyone can make it a religious commitment of a different sort if you need to, because that's going to enhance your life. It's not giving up. It's adding. It's adding the interaction of your children. It's adding focus on your family. It's adding the most important thing. When people die, they don't want on their tombstone, I won at Fortnite. They want best wife and mother, most giving spouse. These are the real values that we want, and you need to put that foremost. One thing you can do is write yourself a note about it and stick it on your computer. Put that on the frame of your computer. Put it on your laptop. Put it on the back of your phone. What's important to me? Just ask the question, what's important to me? Is it that device or is it the people that you care about? So and to me, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump in and and tell everyone that Diane walks the talk. She lives it. She is dynamic. She is delightful. She is Diane Medved, author of many many books, 
And again, you don't want to miss a minute of this. You want to listen again. You want to share this. Go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com, and listen to some of the words that we used here as we close out. You are able to enhance your life by learning how to channel your goodness. Your goodness is you. (laughs) Why owe you? You know something? Somebody loves you, not just me, other people, your husband, your wife, your partner, your children, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, whatever it is in your life, you are loved. You want to enhance that love because that is really what's going to make a difference for the future of our world, not just the United States, of our world. As Diane said, don't be mastered by the media and create something called Sacred space, sacred space that you can literally luxuriate in. Think of it as if you want to draw a bath and put soap bubbles in and just put your whole being in there. Okay, that's on the physical level. Do it also on an emotional and spiritual level because we've just been raised up. Diane Medved has brought to us wonderful insights and ideas uh, in front of 257,912 people. And with your permission, I'm going to give you a um, hug over the Internet. Is that okay? Of course. One, two, three. Thank you. Thank you. Dynamic, delightful Diane Medved. I'm going to... We'll close out as we do. Everybody understands that we're here for you. The only reason this exists, the joy of living, is for you. Y-O-U, E-W-E, W-W-W. What a wonderful world. Wow. Words of wisdom that you've been hearing for the past hour. Isn't this wonderful? Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day. Create. Causing rethinking and enabling all to excel. Learn to say thank you seven times a day to harmonize and network kindness because everyone you meet, everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. Kindness, keep inspiring noble deeds. We have a prayer. Our prayer for everyone listening is go forth. Live the blessing. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Bye, all. Thank you, Diane. Best wishes, everybody. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? 
the federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.